evening say come and take your place in our heart can I get a witness Jesus come and take your place in our lives come and take your place on the throne of our hearts come and take your place in our church come and take your place in our homes come and take your place amongst the men of grace assembly come and take your place amongst the women of grace assembly come and take your place in the lives of all our children Come and take your place in this nation, oh God. And come and reign. We worship you. Because at the center of it all, it's you that we see. At the center of all of creation, it is you. The creator and the one that keeps everything in place. The one that rules by the word of his power. The one who is greater than all. The one who is God all by himself. To him alone be our praise and our worship. We come to thank you for your loving kindness. Wave your hands to him, loving kindness. When you wake up in the morning, loving kindness. Wave your hands to him, saying, we'll come to thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercies. We come to thank you for the grace of God that never allows us to be written off. We come to thank you for your faithfulness and your mercy. Come to thank you for your provision, oh God. Come to thank you for your plan for us in this life and in the life to come. We ascribe greatness to your name. We call you the holy God. We call you the king of kings. We call you the Lord of lords. We call you the ancient of days, the one that is I am all by himself. The I am that I am. The lifter up of our head, the one that stands by us. Our Jehovah Shalom, our peace. Jehovah, the one that fights our battle. Jehovah Sabaoth, the man of war. The guarantee of our wellness. We worship your majesty. We glorify the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of our King. In Jesus' name we pray. Can you help me just celebrate the Lord this evening? Hallelujah. I want to make welcome our online viewers. Some of them are members. We consider you members of our family. We know that if you could, you would be here. Come on, let us celebrate them. But for some reason, you're not able to make it here. We want to pray that... The great anointing and the showers of blessings that God's going to rain upon us. It's times like this that God always shows up. When people are too busy with everything else. That's when God always shows up. I pray we won't be missing on the day of the greatest blessing in Jesus' name. Say amen. <laughs> well, I want to thank God. Help me clap for those who are here. God bless you. And I trust that there's going to be showers of major blessings this evening. We will all be partakers in Jesus' name. So, on Sunday, we had our first interactive um, Sunday, a very special one. And um, I read the Bible to you, and I'm going to read it again. Matthew 16, verses 13 to 19, it goes like this. It says, when Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, 
who do men say I, the son of man, am? I'm curious, I want to know. And so all of them had something to say. They said, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others said Jeremiah, or maybe one of the prophets. He listened to them, he let them finish, then he said to them, eyeball to eyeball, but who do you that follow me around, you that you eat with me, you that you call yourself my disciples, who do you say I am? Why would I ask you, who do you say I am? Do you think I'm expecting you to say, Pastor Femi Paul, if in church I say, after you've been with me all this time, who do people say I am? And I look at you, I say, wait a minute, what about you? Who do you say I am? Do you think I'm asking for you to mention the name that is on my birth certificate or in my passport? No. It's not the name I'm known for that I'm asking. I'm asking for you to verbalize the connection that should be there by now. And so when he asked that question, he found that there wasn't really any connection because only one person out of a minimum of 12 people had something to say. And if that is any indication of the ratio, it will look that at best one out of 12 people will have a good answer. That's worrisome. That's serious failure. That's less than 10%. <laughs> And he looked at them and said, but who do you say I am? Only one person answered. Simon Peter answered and said, without wavering, there's something out of people that are connected, you will always know. You are the Christ. No story. No preambles. You are the son of the living God. What? Jesus had to answer to an answer. Normally, in English, you can't say somebody answer to an answer. No. You, when somebody says an answer, you agree or disagree. Oh, Mato Kalienda, may the Lord answer us. Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you. The first word that came out of the Lord's name mouth is blessed. I didn't have time to go into all these details on, on Sunday, but you're going to hear it today. When we call the name that we ought to know by now, may the blessings of the Lord be showered over our lives in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The first thing Jesus said is blessed are you. It's not talking about the blessing of how it used to be. He's not talking about the generality of the blessing. He's talking about an exemplary blessing. And that's how, in my own opinion, Peter became number one apostle. What else? What else could have qualified him to be the leader of the apostles? In the day of promotion, may you have the right answer. That was it. That was it. When Paul came along, it was Peter he had to speak to, not anybody else. There's something about the first amongst equal. May God find reason to promote you and I to be the first amongst our equals in the name of the Lord. What kind of amen is that? Amen. Blessed are you, Bar uh, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood 
has not revealed this to you. It's not rice and beans. It's not dodo and ewa. No, 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 no. It's not shallow Christianity that gave you this revelation. It says, but my father who is in heaven. God hides himself. You have to go looking for him. God is not common. You, when you seek me and seek me with all your heart, you will find me. That's what scripture says. For you to get this kind of revelation is not you just coming to church, chewing, chewing gum, and playing with your phone. No, you got to seek the Lord. Am I getting through to somebody? And then he said, and I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Verse 19 sounds like a reward to me. And I will give you, singular tense, the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. I said to you on Sunday in the message Bible, verse 15, the Bible records this way. It says, and Jesus pressed them after they answered about everybody. As if, what's my business with everybody? It's you that you should know. He pressed them. He was not going to let them get away with it. We need to have this conversation, man. I need to ask you, who do you say I am? Some of you don't even know me. I tell them in the office all the time, I say, you don't know me. That's why you behave the way you behave. You can be with somebody and not know the person. Only one had an idea. Then you ask the other, let's ask this question. So why were they following you? Is that not worrisome? Does that not show you human nature? Some people can be following you, but they don't even know you. Some people, hey, cartoon. It's hard to press them. It's up on the screen. And how about you? Does that sound like a question you ask with a smile? It's like you calling your children. Calling all your children, which is exactly what happened. You are 21, you are 18, you are 23. Uh -huh. So, who do people say I am? They say you're Pastor Femi Paul. And I say, uh -huh. really? And how about you, my children? Who do you say I am? The one that says Femi Paul will receive a book on the spot. Femi Paul, is that what I'm asking you? You think I don't know that? Even the Malam knows that. Some of you, as I'm doing this, you are feeling it. <laughs> because you don't know who I am. You are feeling it there. It's good for you. And so, I brought up the subject entitled, So Now, Who Do You Sing? I have been with you for so long. You've been in church. You sing in the choir. You have a special seat. So Now, Who Do You Say I Am? Look, please, look at that guy. Why is he scratching his head? What do you mean when somebody does this? Remember where you're rising school sat? They give you the question. Look at the lady. See her mouth. Olodo, you don't sabi anything. You don't fail the exam with that. So, my question then is, if Jesus asked them, and how about you? Who do you say I am? It's not a question that a man asks people who should know him 
with a smile. It's like, this is koro koro time. The way you answer me will determine the way I relate with you. Peter that got it, what happened? The relationship changed. May our relationship change this Wednesday in the name of the Lord. As a matter of fact, from Sunday, God's relationship with Grace Assembly has changed because we're talking what heaven wants us to talk about. That's a good place to clap for your church. Yeah. And then I read Psalm 91 verses 14 to 16 to you. Just in case you don't know that it's important to be able to answer this kind of question if you want to go far with the Lord and if you want to download the best of his blessings. I read, it says, because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. And so he shall call upon me and I will what? Answer him. I will be with him in trouble. He didn't say because he asked me to be with him. When you know his name and you're calling the name he wants you to call him, you do not need to look for him. God will stay with you. He says, I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him. I will honor him. Honor means promote and establish him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Put your hand on your head. Say, Father, may this be your reaction to me today and for the rest of my life. May I not miss this glorious reign of blessing today. Let it be so over our lives in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So my comment is this after I have read what happened to Peter. When Lord was speaking to Peter, you are Peter. Upon this rock, I will give you the keys. What do you think the rest were doing? Everybody is here. By the way, some people got airtime. You got airtime. Some people got airtime. They're not here. Ah, this 419, they collected my airtime. 5K, 5K, boom, 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 boom. They all got. When they were getting, what were you looking at? I'm sure you came today and said, today I will collect my own. See you. Answer my question. So who do you say I am? She's sweating now. No, I'm only joking with you. So at the point... The Lord was addressing Peter. Focus creates blindness. Focus. If I focus on you, I'm blind to everything around. If I focus, I'm not seeing, I'm not hearing anybody. At that time, they were irrelevant. Don't act like you are in the right place with the right person and you end up being irrelevant. Why are you relevant? You don't even know what you're supposed to know. So he addressed one out of the twelve. From that day, levels don't change. Lift up your hand to God. Say, today, not today. Lord, I will not miss the opportunity for my level to change. That name that you want to hear, I will sing that name. I will call that name. I will shout that name. And what you did for Peter, you're going to do for me too in Jesus' mighty name. Say Amen. Now you see, or you now see why it is better for everyone to know his name. It's not about coming to church or singing in the choir. All of them were there. 
and he asked a question. Everybody had an opportunity. Only one man spoke. You now see why it is better for every one of us here, if you didn't know his name, start following some of us who know his name and getting closer so that you will not be left out. May none of us, after all said and done, be irrelevant in Jesus' name. Now, we went through all that, but let me read the Living Bible to you. This is very serious. Verses 13 to 19, Matthew 16. When Jesus came to Philippi, uh, Caesarea Philippi, his disciples asked him, he asked his disciples, sorry, who are the people saying I am? Well, they replied, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, some Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. You can see they're waffling. Any, anything, they're just saying everything. Then Jesus knew what he was going to say. And he asked them, who do you think I am? Because you don't even know. If I ask you, these two questions, they don't mean the same thing. If I say, who do you say I am? That's what you know. If I ask you, who do you think I am? That means I don't even expect you to know. Chai. And Simon Peter said, I don't only think I know. You, he said, the Christ, the Messiah, the son of the living God. It captured everything from beginning to the end. There's no way heaven can be silent. Verse 17, God has blessed you, Simon, son of Jonah. That's what Jesus said. For my father in heaven has personally revealed this to you. This is not from any human source. You know, people that practice Christianity with Agbari and, you know, with dictionary and so on, it don't work. This is not from human source. This is from God himself. May our coming to church, may we not end up with only ideas and, and thinking and, and, and all kind of human things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said, this is not, you can't get it from human source. Forget it. It says, you are Peter or stone, and upon this rock I will build my church, and all the powers of hell shall not prevail against it. Verse 19, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, whatever doors you lock on earth shall be locked in heaven. And whatever doors you open on earth shall be opened in heaven. Shortly after that, Peter would walk, his shadow will heal people. Shortly after that, garments from him will heal people. I don't know if that ever happened before the statement. I want us to declare as the Lord leaves that great things. Bible says the kingdom of God is not a word but presents with power. That our lives will begin to release the power of the heavens. We will be known not just for the sermons we preach. We will be known by the demonstration of the kingdom and the power of God. And so shall it be in Jesus' mighty name. It says, whatever doors you lock on earth shall be locked in heaven. Whatever doors you open on earth shall be opened in heaven. My, my concern is Jesus said to him, my father in heaven has personally revealed this to you. Question is, has God revealed anything about the identity of Jesus to you? Is there, is there something communicated to you from God himself. If that hasn't happened, you need 
to draw closer to the Lord, you need to move closer to the things of God. It's not a generality thing. It's not, I belong to Grace Assembly. It's personally. He says, my Heavenly Father has revealed this to you personally. It is not from any human source. What am I saying? Personal spirituality produces personal revelation. I don't think you heard me. Personal spirituality produces what? Special or personal revelation. You have to draw close to God for you to get this kind of revelation. That's what Jesus said. It doesn't float around. Personal spirituality produces personal revelation of who God is. And this leads to heavenly recognition, elevation, authority, and rewards. In this short story, levels change. There was revelation that stemmed from personal spirituality. There was heavenly recognition of Peter. There was elevation of status. There was authority, whatever doors you open, and there was reward. May we partake just the same way in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, I want to ask, let me make a statement. When you are close to a very powerful person, does it change your life or not? So you know. Does anybody know that? You don't have to be the powerful person if you are close enough to a powerful person. For instance, the wife of a powerful man is a dangerous person. The child of a powerful man is a very powerful, even if he's a little child, I'm warning you. God is the all-powerful and you're not close to him. You know, get sense. The all-powerful God. Okay, let me tell you. If I walk in here now, this evening with Pastor Adeboe, your respect for me will change. You say, how? I said, I just told him. He was just passing by. He said, oh, let me see you. Let me fellowship with you. You say, what? Like that? I said, now so we be now. You know what will happen? People will arrange themselves. Apart from the fact that I can make him do things that other people cannot make him do. Can I tell you, closeness to power makes you almost the same as a person that has the power. That's a good place for you to clap. Listen to me. How do you get, clo how do you get close to power? <laughs> Tell me. For you to be in that powerful position where what you whisper gets done. Can you do that from afar? No. You see, the, a lot of people want God to do amazing things, but you don't move close. That's what politicians know. They move close to power and they will be pressing buttons. And you'll be complaining and be praying in church. They know the spiritual principle. I don't have to have the power. I just need to be close enough to power. Can I tell you something? These kids can make me do what a lot of you cannot make me do. You know why? They move close to me. One day I was driving out. One child weighed me down. The mother said, I can't stop her, stop her. It was a Sunday. I just pulled out. I stopped. He smiled at me. I smiled at him. I wound up. He said, no, open the door. I think it was Tony's son, the twins. 
I opened the door. He just stepped in, jumped on my lap, and started to drive the car. He didn't even ask me, oh, can I drive your car? He was just pressing everything. Man, I said, I said, leave him. The boy satisfied himself. He said, where are you going? He was questioning me. I said, I'm going home, but I may stop somewhere to eat. He said, eh. He said, okay, I'll see you later. I said, love you, baby. He looked at me. He walked away. The mother followed him. Mother cannot stop me if I'm moving. You get it now. Don't judge my size. Judge how close to power I am. I have a quotable here that is going to be out on the social media very soon. I title it, and here is wisdom. Close to power is a good place to be. Close to the all-powerful God is the best place to be. Close to power is a good place to be. Close to the all-powerful God is the best place to be. I'll give you an example. When God wanted to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, he has the power. He said, how can I do something like this without telling my friend Abraham? You know what Abraham said? Abraham said, if there be 50 righteous people, I'm sure you won't destroy. God says, fine. He reduced it to maybe 10. If there be 30, if there be 20, how can you be testing an all-powerful God by just, after I said one, you now go to another one. After I said that one, it's like, keep quiet. Nobody talks to him like that. Did God stop him? When he got to 10, God said, I will not destroy. He said, that's fine. Did he send for God? No, God went to him and said, this is what I plan to do. What do you think? Ah, if you are close to power, you will hear things some people never hear. And you can take a position before it happens. This is one of the best quotes any Christian is ever going to hear. And he, the heart and ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. When Jesus asked them, say, what do, who did they call me? And I said, who do you call me? I want to know where to position you. I want to know whether I should put you at the front gate. Or whether you should be in the sitting room. Or whether you will be in the room with me. Let me tell you how it works. Jesus knew that. Bible says, the way Jesus obeyed the Father. Bible says, for this reason, God has highly exalted him and sat him on the right hand of majesty and made his enemies his footstool. And at the name of Jesus, of things in the heaven under that, earth, forever and ever, they shall bow their knees. It says, for this reason. I am giving you a good reason. I'm giving you an opportunity to give God a good reason to reposition you. When I ask, what name do you call him? Ah. Hey, I like this faith, Ajiboe song. Um, hmm. No, no. <laughs> Oh, 
together for the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, you can imagine what's happening in the heavens as, as I lifted that song. Said, My God, this fellow knows me. Along Babagba. Oh, Kalaba. Don't miss this opportunity. Somebody under the sound of my voice. Is there a song that comes to your heart when they say, who do you call him? I would just not say it. I will sing it. I will worship with it. I will declare it. I will lift him up. Is there anybody here? Just lift your song. Anybody here? Just why you just sing it. Let's echo it. We'll take it from you. Just anybody. You are mighty. Oh. You are mighty. Oh. You are mighty. Are you sure you didn't get that from me on Sunday? That was my song on Sunday. But it's okay. It's okay. This one, collect it and take it to another level. Glory to God. Anybody here? What do you call the Lord? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Give her the microphone. And you're sitting there. For her, her voice has been heard in heaven. This is your own opportunity for your voice to be heard in heaven. Who is the next person? What do you call him? 
Who do you know him as? Is there a song? Christ is my firm foundation, the rock on which I stand. I won't be going under. I'm not held by my own strength, cause uh-huh. I. It's not heard. You're your own. Be quick. Don't wait for anybody.
I say to you, here is wisdom. Close to power is a good place to be. But close to the all-powerful God is the best place to be. Psalm 73 and verse 28, the Living Bible says, But as for me, but as for me, I get as close to him as I can. Are you listening to me? The psalmist says, but as for me, which means I'm not like the fools who don't know this. As for me, I get what? As close as to him as I can. I have chosen him and I will tell everyone about the wonderful ways he rescues me. The New Living Translation says, but as for me, how good it is to be near God. Because then I will hear the name he likes to be called. He <laughs> says, I have made the sovereign Lord my shelter. And I will tell everyone about the wonderful things you do for me. Someone say, for me. The New King James Version from verse 27 says, For indeed those who are far from you shall perish. You have destroyed all those who deserve you, desert you for halotry. Verse 28, read with me. But it is good for me to do no draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all your works. Glory to God. Child of God, it is good to be close to power. But there are some things you have to do to be allowed to move that close. You must know God. You must reverence God. You cannot take God lightly. You must worship God. You must serve God. Not only when times are good, in and out of season. You must draw closer unto the Lord as you have every opportunity. The psalmist says, I, as for me, I'll get as close to God as I can. A Wednesday service is another opportunity. Every opportunity you have, you make the most of it. Every time you have an opportunity to give and to be of help in the things of God, you do it because these are the things that makes one close. Let me ask you, of all the people that work in your office, the people that pay attention to you, the people that when they travel to buy you gifts, the people that help you out, the people that serve you, are they not the ones that end up being closest to you? Do you allow anybody to be close to you just because they wave at you? No. They ask about your family. They're interested in you. With the little they have, they bless you. You may even have more than them. And you start looking at this person. This person is different. And after a while, even though you are the boss, you visit that person in an area you would never go to. And people say, how can you be going there to see this guy and say, he's different. There are many people that call upon the name of the Lord, but are you just one of the masses or will you be different? Can he count on you? When things are not going your way, do you walk away from the Lord and say, I'm not doing anymore? Or, the, or when it's time to pray, you rather sleep. When the things of God are shaking and the church is under attack, do you hide your face or you catch the ball? 
The people that are close to me, trust me, I know them. And I have very good reasons and I can tell them why they're close to me. There's nobody close to you that is an accident. You let them in. Everybody has a door in their heart and you have a key to it. It's not about how long you're knocking. You will do some things. For instance, let me ask parents. The people that love your children, do you not open your heart to them? I'm asking you. Anybody that loves my children, honestly, has me. You may not know, but the day you need me, the way I will show up, it will surprise you. Jesus is the son of God. Do you love Jesus? If you want God to pay your attention, it is how you walk with Jesus that's going to do the trick. It's how you obey him. It's how you take things of the Lord seriously. Oh, one way to enter a man's heart is treat his children well. Make sure he will notice you except he's not saying anything. The psalmist said, the new, the, 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 the living Bible says, but as for me, I will get as close to him as I can. I have chosen him. I have chosen him to be my God, my king, my everything. And I will tell everyone the wonderful ways he rescues me. There is a consequence to closeness. He that is close to the king has the ears of the king. The most powerful people are not necessarily the people that occupy positions. The person sitting to the highest is, is superior to the next in command. I'm telling you the truth. You don't have to be God. You don't have to be Jesus if you're close enough to the king. You know what the Bible says? I will give people for you. I will give nations in your stead. Instead of something happen to you, I will let other people die. Not one of many people die. It's in the Bible. Because you are close. And when we come to church, we talk about let's draw close to God. What are the things that makes us close to God? When we take evangelism very seriously, evangelism the heartbeat of God. When we go about doing good, we say we, we, the sermon was the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness which is goodness goodness peace and joy when you go about doing good that's goodness a lot of people want to be close to power but you don't do what is important to power for instance I'm the senior founding and senior pastor of this church I love everybody at a level but some people I'm telling you the truth are very close to me if they call me at 2 a.m., I'll get in my car and go there. If I'm out of Nigeria, I'll get on the next plane and go there. But it's not everybody. But I love everybody. You pick your position by how close you get. And when you get close, there are some people in this church that have pet name that they call me. They think I don't know. I've heard it. And some of my children even call me to my face. Say, hey, what will you do? You want to know the name? I won't tell you. Go and get your own revelation. And when they call me, they say, ah, you're getting your car like that. You can't get in your car. Ah, what's happening now? I say, hey, so what do you want? Oh yeah, enter. Oh yeah. 
It's relationship. It's not about do's and don'ts. You see, these children do stuff with me you won't even try. When I'm sitting here, they just come, sit on my chair, and they will move. You try it. My security will carry you and bond you out of this church. Nobody moves near them because they know that I'm okay with it. I'm giving you a special key to the heart of God. Love Jesus. Love his son. Serve him. Whatever he wants. The day Jesus called me, I fought, I kicked for like five years. And that's why I tell you, if you think you know me, you don't know me. When we get to heaven, you will know me. You will know that what sweet God's heart, I make sure that's what I'm doing. I am not a fool. I know exactly what I'm doing. But it will take you a long time to find out. My question is, we have called him names. What about the things we're supposed to do? Stand to your feet. The psalmist said, but as for me, how good it is to be near God. The New Living Translation says that, I have made the sovereign Lord my shelter. I will tell everybody about the wonderful things you do for me. The New King James says, for indeed, those who are far from you will perish. They draw near me with their hearts, but their heart is far away from me. It says, verse 28, but it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all your works. James 4, verses 8 and 10, the New King James Version says, draw near to God. That's an instruction now. It's not a suggestion. That's an instruction, child of God. Whether you are listening to me on your device or you are in here physically, God is speaking to you at any level that you are. There's still room for you. It says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. There are some things you have to drop. And purify your heart, you double-minded. A double-minded cannot, a double-minded man cannot receive anything from the Lord. Today you're in church, tomorrow you're not in church. Today you're serving, to next tomorrow you don't serve anymore. You used to give your tithe, now you don't give tithe anymore. We don't even know who you are anymore. You have too many personalities says you double-minded change your, your mind verse 10 says humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up bow your heads in prayer howsoever the word has touched you humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and make the pronouncements you ought to make and the adjustments you have to make. And the Bible says, and he will lift you up. He will recognize you. He will bless you. He will promote you. And he will exalt you. He will put you close to power. And so you have access to the best of God. You have his ears at all time. This is a key to living on top of the world. The songwriters wrote this song and i like us to sing the song as a mark of our rededication and our renewal of our vows to be not just a child of the Lord, a worshiper and a servant of the Lord. It says, as the deer pants for the waters, so my heart 
longs after you or my soul longs after you. Bow your heads. This is a day of rededication. This is a moment of renewal of our vows unto the Lord. Some of us used to be hot and now we are lukewarm. Some of us are cold. God is calling you, saying, Draw near unto me, and I will draw near unto you. Receive a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you have received God's spirit when He adopted you as His own children. Now we call Him Abba Father. For His spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we're God's children. The Bible says, the message Bible says, this resurrection life you receive from God is not a timid, grave tending life. It's an adventurously expectant greeting God with a, ch- with a childlike, what's next, Papa. God's spirit touches our spirits and confirms who we really are. We know he is and we know who we are. We're father and children. Wave your hands to the Lord and say, Lord, 
I draw near unto you. And all the days of my life, I'll be next to the Almighty. I'll be next to the all-powerful God. That my life will never be powerless again. As I connect to you, I download every blessing, every authority, and every act of power that I need to reign in life to the glory of your name. Thank you, Father Lord. So it is in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have been blessed this evening, can you go ahead and appreciate the Lord? Hallelujah. Amen. Let me think as many people have posted the names. Okay, when I posted this on the church chat group, a lot of people posted the names that, that they have for the Lord. If you still want to post your head, go, go ahead. 